Hey everyone, thanks for listening. My name is Matt Dotre. I'm the government reporter for the Avalanche Journal. Here again for the AJ's primary preview. I'm joined right now by Chad C., running for county commissioner in Precinct 4 against uh, longtime commissioner Patty Jones. Uh, Chad, how are you? Just fine. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks. Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Chad C. I've been a Lubbock resident for the since 19... 19- 92. I grew up in a small town just west here, uh, Whiteface, very small town. It's both uh, farming and uh, petroleum industry. Okay. Uh, my parents came from a petroleum industry, but um, all my friends came from a farming background. From there, I went to South Plains College, then moved to Lubbock, married my lovely wife. We're fixing this June to celebrate 25 years of marriage. Very good. Congrats. I have no kids, but I have two dogs and two cats. I <laughs> uh, stay pretty busy traveling around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an avid scuba diver and actually a course director at this point, which is the highest level of scuba diving that you can reach. So I'm very passionate about anything I get into. I'll take it to the extreme yeah, yeah. and fulfill every part of it. Um, I'm a local business owner. I actually me and my wife have actually built two businesses together one is cornerstone construction that's the first one we built it's a utility contracting company uh we do water sewer gas electric fiber optics just basically anything goes underground um (laughs) build out subdivisions Mm -hmm. so we've got a lot of big heavy equipment so i have like giant play toys and i get to play in a giant sandbox so (laughs) i have one of the greatest jobs out there (laughs) and with the scuba diving i also have southwest aqua sports it's one of the largest aquatic centers that's privately owned anywhere in the region um that's my second best or that's my favorite job to do and what can you say better than i get to teach people how to blow bubbles underwater i have two of the greatest jobs ever that's awesome so why what are you doing getting into politics then i have to ask well for the longest time i always complain about politics about how our taxes are always going up how our county commissioners have just been able to raise their salaries whenever they want to to whatever they want to in the last four years it's been raised up to 33 percent currently a county commissioner makes $81,380. $81,380. When the average income for Lubbock residents here, or Lubbock County residents, is 42000 In my opinion, the county commissioners are supposed to serve the county, not be served by the county. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the things I complain about. Also, uh, a good friend of mine, I had to pull the records just to make sure I was straight, named Randy. He has, he's lived in the same house for about 30 years, and he's given me his records since 2000. And I've got every one of them, and since 2000, um, he has had 11 increases in his county taxes. He started out, and I have the figures right here. In 2000, he paid $870.53. And then in, it's gone all the way up to now. Where, let me pull this one up. I don't want to just tell you the wrong mm-hmm. thing. There it is. In 2017, he paid 2909 so you see it's gone up from 800 and something to 2909 so it just can and you can tell i've got it all listed out here as to how it's increased and when it increased and this is just the county taxes and then since he's outside the city he don't have to worry about city taxes okay so that's good enough there and from seeing this i i think that it's just out of control it's got to stop uh it was a really bad day for me yesterday his last day to pay your taxes i actually paid fifty two thousand dollars in taxes that's crazy i don't have that much property i have the aquatic center i have a little bit of commercial property and i have some property where i keep my equipment so i'm not a great big real estate investor or anything but i pay tons of taxes yeah uh another thing that just really put me over the edge is 
back whenever two of our county commissioners actually went to Austin and lobbied against the taxpayers. Uh, whenever it was proposed for a 4% tax rollback, that way anything that goes over 4% under the, um, what was in the special session would have to be voted on by the actual voters in the county. Mm -hmm. And our county commissioners wanted to go lobby against that and that was the straw that just broke the camel's back yeah so you so you would have been in favor of that property lowering the rollback, oh yeah right? i'm actually more in favor of what uh governor abbott came out and he wants a 2.5 percent before yeah. it goes to the voters and yeah. i'm great for that one of the things that to let people know exactly how i feel about taxes i've actually signed the taxpayer protection pledge and sent this off to austin so it can be filed on record uh, i've actually put it in writing that i will not vote to raise taxes we're going to have to find as a government county government to find we just can't keep raising taxes we're going to have to cut some stuff yet yeah, some people may be upset about it but i'm not for bigger government i'm for smaller government i think a smaller government works best yeah and we need to follow the hierarchy of government uh, before we go lobby down as county commissioners in austin we have state representatives for that if we're having problems such as the uh unfunded uh mandates that the state puts on us mm -hmm. It's our job to talk to our representatives. Hey, we need some help here. You're giving us these unfunded mandates, and we can't just keep asking the taxpayers to keep paying for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what do you hope to? I mean, do you, do you hope to cut anything? I mean, what, when you know, if elected, you're working on your first budget. I mean, where do you hope to kind of make the necessary changes in order to either lower taxes or? You know, I would imagine low them to the effective rate every year. That's what I plan to do. Mm -hmm. uh, I know for a fact I will not raise taxes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to have to see what discretionary spending we have and where we can cut. The one thing I'm absolutely not going to cut is the sheriff's department. I mean, as you can see, the violence and the crime around Lubbock is just getting worse and worse and worse. And Sheriff Road needs everything he can at his hands that he can do. Uh, we've got to kind of trim the tide into this and they need all the help they can get so there i will not cut anything for the sheriff's department okay um i need to look in the maintenance issues uh, there's lots of buildings around i want to make sure we're maintaining these things correctly before we just say oh we just need to demolition this and go buy something else mm -hmm. or even the heavy equipment that we use to maintain roads and such mm -hmm. since i am a heavy equipment operator and owner maintenance is very very important in these things and not only do i have a lot of the same equipment the county uses i know how to run every single piece so I can actually walk out on a job and see where they're trying to correct a dirt road and know if they're doing it correct or not. Okay. And maybe they need a little extra training yeah. to make things faster or more productive. I do have a background in that, so that's something I can look into. I mean, do you think they're maintaining roads properly? Some places, no. Um, and I don't know if it's just because of the, the runoff situation. I've not been down every single road in every single condition. I mean, I do do a lot of stuff for farmers. I put in a lot of irrigation systems. So I have heavy equipment to go down these roads. I talk to farmers. Uh, currently, as they grade these roads down, some of these big tractors are having problems actually getting down the county roads because the embankments have been built up so high, their uh, plows can't even get down the roads. And I've actually seen those things where plows have been torn up because they're just trying to get down a county road. And it's because the barges have been plowed up and the embankments are so high that um, we gotta do something about that. Yeah. I mean, we can't, these guys, the farmers are out here. I mean, they may have a tractor and a plow set up together that may cost nearly half a million dollars. Mm -hmm. And then they can't even get down a county road, which they pay plenty of taxes. They have lots of land. So we got to make sure these farmers can do their job as well. Yeah. And then, of course, the EMS service, 
and the out the volunteer service out in these counties we got to make sure they can get down these roads yeah absolutely and that's always the balance right i mean we're sitting here talking about taxes and the budget um every budget cycle the sheriff's going to come to you and say and want more things and then you're going to have you're going to want to address more roads issues with roads and ems and then i mean how do you weigh that with this pledge of no i'm never going to raise taxes you know because that is of course a balance well, that's what has happened over and over and over oh we need more budget let's just go raise more taxes well before we start raising taxes we're going to have to cut some stuff and I'm, I'm sorry to say that but we just cannot keep taxing people completely out of their house i mean just like i showed it's gone up three times just on this one guy yeah. and eventually it's like well do i pay my taxes or i buy my food or in the outlying counties where they don't have gas they may have propane. Uh, can I pay my propane bill? They're going to shut me off. I mean, it's kind of a balancing act. Mm -hmm. And at $42,000 a year being the average, I mean, we're cutting this pretty tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, of course, the raises, um, the, the commissioner's raises. That's oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that's that, that's in, out of control. <laughs> I mean, uh, so are, are you going in there saying that you're going to decrease these salaries, pledging that you're never going to raise these commissioner's salaries again? I want to decrease them. Yeah. I mean, we, what we need to do as a commissioner's court, we need to look at what the average household income is, which I've seen surveys up from 45000 to forty-two. The most common one is 42000 a year. We need to stick something more like that as the average taxpayer is. Um, and I'm fine with that. Basically, with my two companies, I reinvest my money all the time back in my companies. And depending on the given year, um, I don't just set myself every two weeks I'm going to get this much. It fluctuates sometimes because sometimes I have vendors that don't pay me in time. So I'll make <laughs> sure my guys get paid. I do my maintenance. Maybe I skip a month. But I average between forty-five dollars and $50,000 a year is what I bring home out of my two businesses because I'm always reinvesting. Yeah. And since it's just me and my wife, I have no kids, we don't have a lot of big expenditures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, And I mean, it seems like you have two successful businesses. Um, are you going to be able to dedicate quite a bit of time to this job if you oh yeah to. i have lots of flexible time with my cornerstone construction i have a great superintendent um i haven't showed up probably in the last 10 days <laughs> uh, <laughs> all day long i mean i may pop in when they start work uh make sure everything's good i mean i talk to him on the phone all the time for sure yeah. i'll pop into the aquatic center i have a great crew there mm -hmm. so i'm real flexible um yeah. over the last 10 days i've probably spent about five hours at Cornerstone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my aquatic center, my head instructor right now, and my head tech guy, he had to have surgery on his hands. So I've been spending a little bit more time there because I got to make sure that the instruction is kept up to high qualities. And we have to rebuild gear. I check in with my coaches, make sure everything's going. And then continue going with my day. I've been yeah. out calling people, talking to people, talking to people about donations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, since I'm a business owner and not a politician, I'm having to read a lot of ethics rules to make sure I don't go over the lines and get myself in trouble. Yeah, they'll get you. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things I spend a lot of time with, making sure I don't get myself in trouble <laughs> and make sure I'm familiar with what's going on in the county. Yeah, yeah. Well, someone running in another commissioner's race is calling it a part-time job, saying the commissioners are a part are you Are you going that far as to call it no, a part-time job? No, I'm not going to go that far. I do realize that the first of the year, they probably put more time in than just a regular job. And then during budgeting, they, they spend a lot of time during that. But other times when they're not doing that, I know they're required to meet twice a month in their council, mm -hmm. the, the commissioner's court, yep. yes, as we would yeah. say. And then 
Other times they're just going to be out meeting their voters. Hey, big thing is going to be, hey, I need you to come look at my road. Um, you're going to be asked to be on several different committees. I don't see that being where I'm just going to sit here eight hours a day and be on a committee. There'll be a lot of research that I can do at home after hours online. Um, so that's going to be make me flexible. Since I don't have kids, I'm not going to basketball games. I'm not going to uh, dance. I'm not going to swim. I'm not doing any of that. So. I have a lot of flexible time. I use my time wisely. I have to. Yeah, absolutely. And so what are you hearing from voters as you're going out and talking with them, talking well, about the campaign? Well, before I ever started to run, the biggest thing I was hearing from voters that they're really, really upset about, number one, taxes just keep going up. Yeah. Like I said, uh, since 2000, uh, tax increase has been 11 times. I've showed you this from, this is an LCAD report from mm -hmm. my friend Randy. Uh, the thing that really bothered a lot of people, and this one bothered me too, especially back in, I believe it was, 2014, four years ago, the commissioner's court just said, hey, we need 23,000 more dollars. I wished I could do that with my own salary. Um, the only way I'm gonna do that is, hey, I have to raise prices somewhere, which means I might not get the clientele, which may even hurt me more. That one really hurt me a lot when that happened. That, I thought that was very irresponsible. Basically, when they were making the average of what the average income of the uh, taxpayer in Lubbock County was, and they, it just seemed, well, I'm better than them, I need more. and. I'm just a regular guy here. I'm proud to be from Lubbock County in this area, mm -hmm. and we need to live within our means. I try to live within my means. Mm -hmm. And then the one that just really did me the wrong way is whenever we had two county commissioners go to Austin and lobby against the taxpayer for the 4% rollback. That was the one that just did it. Yeah. Then I decided if no one else would run, I'm going to do it. I didn't particularly say, I, I want to be a county commissioner, but I waited. I waited. And if you look, when I signed up to run for county commissioner, <laughs> I waited the last minute. I was hoping somebody else would, would do it. Well, the friends I have, well, I have a nine-to-five job. I just can't take off. You're the one that has more flexible time. You should do it. And my, my response to them, I'm not a politician. I'm a businessman. I know how business works. I'm not a politician. Well, somebody's got to do it. So I stepped up to do it. Very good. Um, looking at your flyer right now, it says, um, I will give a fresh look at county government from the aspect of a business owner. Kind of tell me what that means. Well, with a business owner, I've had to budget. I mean, I have staff I have to do. I have to make sure I keep with my insurance, taxes. Oh, that's a big one. We have to account for our taxes constantly. Uh, right now, we have to put back, just from our aquatic center, we have to save back $3,000 a month just to make sure we make taxes. Then we have payroll, we have insurance, we have infrastructure stuff that we have to do maintenance on. Uh, with a pool, that's really expensive. Maintenance is a lot to that as well. Uh, when it comes to my construction company, of course, maintenance on heavy equipment, there's a lot of maintenance. You got to make sure you keep it up. We have to meet OSHA standards out there because we have open ditches, we have fencing requirements. and. Uh, then we have vandalism on stuff that unfortunately it happens, so it causes my insurance to go up. Luckily, I've not had any injuries, so my insurance stays fairly low. Um, with the Workforce Commission, very sell well, I can't remember the last time we even had a layoff. We've had people be fired or um, for stuff <laughs> yeah. they shouldn't be doing. A lot of people think that, well, I'm going to quit and go off and because the pasture's greener somewhere else, yeah. most of the time they want to come back because <laughs> we treat our, our employees with Very a lot good. of respect. So from a business standpoint, I know how to budget. I know about maintenance. I know about upkeep. I know about depreciation because I have to depreciate my vehicles. Um, also with a fresh perspective, I came up not wealthy at all. Um, I have some background where after college, I did work for a utility company. Um, then after that, I had to help my father-in-law because he owns a business here in Lubbock and he came down with colon cancer. Got real sick, so I helped him run his business for a while. 
did not want to do what he does. He's a roofer. That's okay. a tough <laughs> job. So then I just kind of started my own landscaping yeah. company, started mowing lawns. I actually bought my first backhoe from mowing lawns. So from a blue collar worker, I have yeah. grown my way into two different successful businesses. Mm -hmm. um, then a fresh perspective is I've not been a politician. Um, I try to think, let's look outside the box. Are there other ways that we can help supply the county? Uh, there's large government, not government industries, but large industries that maybe we can tap in. Hey, we need some, you know, I'll give you a great example. A lot of oil field service companies, they go through Lubbock County. Okay. They need our EMS services. Our EMS services are struggling right now because they just don't have the budget to upkeep their air packs, their gear, their equipment. Well, these large service companies, hey, give us a little donation here. You need some goodwill because after the BP spill, I mean, the oil companies have a terrible reputation. <laughs> so we can go to some of these oil companies. Hey, can you help us out? It's goodwill for us, and you buy so much of this in bulk, you're going to get a better discount. Yeah. And you, you can, sh since Lubbock County is the 17th largest county in the state of Texas, hey, we can say, hey, this oil company did well for Lubbock County mm -hmm. and give them some kudos for that. Yeah. Um, we need to look outside the box for stuff like that. Yeah, it's hard work. You're going to have to go visit people in different places, but that's what we are supposed to do as county commissioners. We're supposed to take care of this county. Yeah. Tell me about the county commissioner's role and going back to EMS and yes. making sure they're well-funded and um, are even able to pay their employees. I know that's a thing that a lot of these people are having to do it on a volunteer basis. Well, I went to a meeting in West Carlisle, and they they've had some real serious concerns and I didn't realize this but um, I was told by them that they're supposed to get a three percent increase every year that way they can help maintain stuff and they've not been getting that they've been getting it like every other year and if we commit something to EMS and say this is what we're gonna do we got to stand behind it either that or I have to sit down in front of the chief and say we can't do it this year because of these reasons and if you want to chew on me I've got tough skin I'll make the hard decisions of hey, we got to cut here because we can't cut from the safety of our sheriff's department, which priority for me is safety and EMS comes under that. But if I have to cut somewhere, I'm not afraid to tell them, hey, we got to cut this. But if we promise them 3%, they've got to be able to budget this 3% in yearly, not every other year, or we need to explain, hey, we can't do it this next coming year. That way they can plan to budget for it. And they were real concerned about that. And that, that concerns me as well. If we make a pledge to them, we need to stick by it. Yeah. So... Taxes are, of course, slowly go going up. You yes. can't deny that. Yes. yes. But it, so I feel like an argument, I, I just want to know if you buy this or not. An argument from the county courthouse would be, well, when you look at the overall percentage of your taxes, the, the county's taxes are maybe 15% of the total bill when you bundle it with schools, with cities. So, I mean, do you buy the argument that the county isn't the issue here well it's all the issue and i can only control one part of that issue mm -hmm. and i'm going to do my job to control that part of the issue now i agree one of the big issues is school taxes it's over half of what your tax assessment's going to be um they've got to do something that from the legislature side i'm not running for legislature but when it comes to county i'm going to be talking legislature. hey y'all got to do something to help us out here i mean our county budget is way smaller than yours but still the the net effect is it's higher taxes, and I'll do what I can to, from the county side to keep ours lower. I'm definitely not going to raise them. Yeah.
I've so, pled to that. I'll cut something before I raise it. Yeah, tell me more about this pledge. I never heard of this taxpayers protection pledge. <laughs> this is a pledge in writing, guaranteeing in writing that when elected, you will not vote to raise taxes. Mm -hmm. If you do, you're expected to resign or not run for another commissioner's term. Um, of course, there could be situations where I would have to do it. If, for example, we had a catastrophic event like an F5 tornado just tear up a large section of the county, mm -hmm. I could come to the voters and say, we've had a catastrophic event. I had planned not to do this, but we've got to do this for infrastructure. Because I've dealt with FEMA before, and the FEMA regulations, the paperwork and everything, you miss one little thing, they're not going to give you money, it's slow to come out. Uh, as county commissioners, we have to take care of this county when it comes to safety. And if I had to do something like that, I can explain, I've got to do it, I apologize for doing it, I've got to go back on my word, I won't run again, because I did go back on my word. Okay. Um, a big thing coming up now is Woodrow Road. Um, do you have this, any? this has been a problem for <laughs> over 10 years, and the county commissioner's court has failed to have the ins or the forward thinking of let's put a capital improvements budget together because we know it's coming. Um, back it was in August 9th of this year, uh, Commissioner Patty Jones was talking with uh, Scott Mann on the Chad Hasey show. And she came up with a budget that she said got, came from TxDOT of $30 million to fix Woodrow Road. And she'd mentioned, well, there's two ways to pay for it. We can either do a bond election, which the people in the North probably will not support because it doesn't benefit them. Or we're just going to have to issue uh, certificates of obligation, or raise taxes in other words, yeah. uh, to pay for this. Uh, they've had 10 years to look at this. They should have started working on this long time ago. Um, there's other options to do this. We don't have to pay for this thing all at one time. Let's spread it out. I agree in front of the high school, it's dangerous, something needs to be done. Okay. But I don't know where the $30 million come from because if you look at what it took to build Milwaukee, uh, which is a seven lane, all concrete, with lighting, with stop signals and everything, costs approximately a million dollars a mile. Well, the Woodrow Road project is about five and a half miles. So you can see that budget she's put in there is $6 million a mile. And I don't know, that kind of concerns me. And she has proposed what, what she talked about is a five lane, not a seven. So I don't know where those numbers are coming okay, from. Where they those seem, figures are coming from. Yeah, yeah. they seem really yeah. high. Um, yeah. To cut it some of that down, what I would propose, let's do from the school and look for future budgeting, then maybe go from the school to Indiana, not a five lane, maybe a three lane. And then from okay. Indiana slide where there's not near as much traffic, maybe a two lane with improved shoulder. Okay. Because there's lots of people that have voiced concern to me about, you know, I have a house there that you're fixing to demolish that I've had in my family since the early 1900s. Sure. I'm going to yeah. fight this every way I can. Yeah. So. And, and it, yeah, and I haven't looked at the budget scope of this project, but I would imagine right away is a big expense. Uh, Patty Jones said it's going to cost roughly $7 million for right away. Okay. And that's from the uh, interview she did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, are you saying... So, so yeah, so you have to pay for it. So even if you're sure. able to cut the cost down, I mean, it's just, it'd still be a, a large amount of money. I mean, are bonds going to have to be the way in which you pay for it? Or do you just... That's the first... Well, the first thing that I would do is I want to go talk to our legislators Woodrow Road goes from Slayton to roughly 179. And it's kind of an east-west thoroughfare for farmers. 
let's see if we can get this designated as a farm to market and get some state help on this. If we can do that, maybe we can agree as the county commissioners, hey, if the state will come in here and designate this farm to market, this little section through the Woodrow Road, maybe the county can say, we'll, look, we'll do the right of way and let the, the state take the big burden of actually building the road okay. because they're going to have a design on that. They have their own engineers. They have their own equipment. They can put it out for a bid. Uh, before I raise any taxes, I'd put it out for a, a bond to the voters themselves. As a county commissioner, if I need something in the county that is good for the, the voters, I need to be able to present it to them in a way that, hey, this is what is needed. We have to protect the safety of the public here. I know the people in the north, this is not going to do much good for you, but think about your kids. How would you like your kids to be treated in the north versus the south? Yeah. The south is growing, but now we're having to push back towards uh, shallow water. Um, ever since Slide Road has been built from roughly 4th Street out to um, the Clovis Highway or Highway 84, things are building that direction. Yeah. And then you have like Legacy Ranch out in the county. All those things are pushing that way. So we may have the same problem eventually in the north. So I can't. I need to tell the people in the north, <laughs> yeah, don't be greedy because <laughs> your turn is coming. But yeah, that's a hard sell, though. It is. I mean, it is. To, but for, as a county commissioner, that's what I've got to yeah. do. And then if the voters won't go for it, then we're just going to have to find a way to cut stuff. Maybe I'm going to have to tell some people some of the road maintenance that you're wanting, we're going to have to pull that to take care of the public safety. Yeah. I, I just – there's been so many wrecks out there that – We've got to do something about mm -hmm. it. I agree that it's a bad situation, but this is something that has been going on for over 10 years, yeah. and the county commissioner's court has just kind of turned a blind eye. Well, well, here it is. Let's just shoot from the hip and throw money at it, <laughs> and we've got to stop doing yeah. that. Well, I, I know we could do what-ifs all day, but, you know, someone who doesn't live on the south, south side of the county, um, if it did come to a vote, would you vote in favor of it? Yes, I would. You would. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, the big issue, and, and you, you talked about the commissioners going to Austin and talking no, with... No, back up. As a voter, I would vote for a bond, correct? Yes, a yes, bond election would, as a voter. For that, that, was a for that yes. project, yes, I would. Yes. Just like whenever we had the, the new prison that was built, I actually did vote for that. Uh, it was supposed to be $83 million, but then for all of a sudden the commissioner's court threw another $12 million at it. Hmm. You know, as a voter, you told me $83 million, and this is... Commissioner Jones, she was on that council as well. And then they just threw another 12 at it. Okay. Yeah, they added more beds, but that's not what you told me in the first mm -hmm. place. You told me $83 million. Yeah. Now we're at $100 million. <laughs> I, I don't like being lied to. Tell me the truth, let me vote on the truth, mm -hmm. and then let it fall out where it may. For don't sure. tell me one thing, then do another. For sure. Um, I want to talk about this issue with local control. That's kind of the buzzword nowadays. Okay. Um, it, I'm assuming when the state legislature convenes again next year, it's going to be the same thing. Talking about Senate Bill 2 and property taxes and things sure. like that. So, I mean, do you, where do you kind of balance um, the role of the commissioners or with the role of the state? Well, from the very beginning, the state has put aside this county commissioner's court. It's something that was set up by the state. Um, that way we have more local control. And the way I think state government should work, we have city control. And then county works over city. We work together, but we're the representatives for the county. If we need something, it's not our job to go to Austin and start doing that. We have state legislators that are voted by the uh, voters. That's their job. If we need problems handled, we talk to our state legislators branch, which representative and senators. Mm -hmm. Let them handle it. If they don't handle it correctly, as county commissioners, I can speak my mind all day long. Hey, they're not representing us. We need to replace these guys. 
may cause conflicts, but that's just the way I believe. Do your job. Okay. Okay. Well, Chad, very good. That's all the questions I have written down. Any, anything we didn't get to? Anything you want to add? No, I just appreciate everyone's support. Yeah. Any events yeah. coming up? Anything people should um, look out for? You've been block walking, I would yes, imagine. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. And we'll be phone banking stuff. And we have several things we're going to be doing. I'm not going to speak to them as yet. I don't want to tip off any of my uh, my competitors or what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> okay. um, I want to encourage everyone that February 20th is going to be early voting, yes. and the actual vote is March 6th. Mm -hmm. And if elected, I'll do them a good job. And I want people to know if elected, you can have my cell phone. I don't have a problem. You chewing me out, I understand. I'm not going to make everybody happy. I don't plan to make everyone happy, but I'll do the job of a businessman. I'll make some hard decisions when we have to cut. And if we do, I'll, I'll, I can come out and explain it to them. They may be mad at me, and I can take it, yeah. but I'll do the right thing. And what do you think of campaigning? How's it? This you're, is different. You're new to it. I, anything uh, catch you for a loop? Well, I've had a, a uncle that's a county commissioner over okay. in New Mexico, oh, and okay. I've dealt with a lot of county commissioners mm -hmm. when we had to cross county roads and have to get permits and stuff okay. doing with my construction company. Um, my Sunday school teacher, a long time ago, she's a county commissioner. <laughs> Lubbock County is a different thing. Uh, it's a lot of politics involved. Okay. I don't enjoy the politics. Um, being a business owner, I mean, I don't deal with politics. Yeah. Uh, I make the decisions and we go on with it and I'll live with the consequences. Uh, the politics and going through the ethics commission rules, that's like, <laughs> it's, it's rough read. It's like technical instruction sometimes. It'll tell you in one sentence, yes, you can do this, and then later on, no, you can't do this because it's changed and been adopted different rules okay. and they've had to change things. That's been the hard part, but I've got to be familiar with it because if I break any ethics laws, I don't want to be fined. So uh, that's on my responsibility to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah, absolutely. Well, very good. Well, Chad, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Best of luck.